This, 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 this is mythical. Welcome to Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son Link Neal from Good Mythical Morning. Hey, that's me. How you doing, son? I'm doing good. We are really getting in the groove, I feel like. This is a show. It's happening. Well, I, I it, it must be happening. I hope people keep listening and enjoying what we're doing. So we're going we're gonna to keep getting with it. Yeah, let's get with it. I mean, hey, even if it's just me and you, like we said at the very beginning of this, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. I'm telling you. I always look forward to, to hanging out, catching up. What's new in Myrtle Beach? Well, it's... Got pretty hot down here and it's warm, but it's a good time to come and go to the beach and enjoy and sit out there and watch the waves. I, I've i been trying to do what you told me to do and maybe not work so hard, but... Uh, I like it, yeah. And I, I'd say that it's been about 80% still work, but that's better than 100%, so... Yeah. But we've had a good time and uh I love when you say like what the weather is and how the waves are and you're you're like a you're an you're becoming an ambassador from from Myrtle Beach. You might you might be contacted by the Chamber of Commerce. You know, you gotta be ready. We might need to get you an agent, like a local Myrtle Beach agent, because I mean, you're you're a representative of Myrtle Beach now. I mean, who else is there? I don't know of anybody else that does stuff from Myrtle Beach down here. So it might, hey, it might be me. I'd be a, I'd be a good one for it. I know that's what I'm saying, Dad. There's, there's one other person that comes to mind though, like long-standing, famous from Myrtle Beach. The most famous person I know from Myrtle Beach, besides you. Do you know who I'm thinking about? It's a woman. Oh, Vanna White. That's right, yeah. Vanna White, like, she represents Myrtle Beach, right? I think she tells people on the show a lot of times that that's where she's from is Myrtle Beach. I don't know if she promotes everything that's going on down here, but... Like you do. That's right. Yeah, so that's a, maybe there can be two of us. I don't know if there's room. You might have to kick her to the curb. Have you ever met Vanna? You ever seen her around, like like cruising down the strip in one of those dumb t-shirt shops? No, I ain't never seen her. I got a friend of mine that owns a condo over here on the ocean, and she used to own one there, and he he'd met her and talked to her before, but uh, I, I ain't never uh, got to be of an acquaintance of hers yet. But maybe if this podcast goes good, then I'll get to be an acquaintance of hers, us representing Myrtle Beach. I'm feeling threatened now. You're saying that, is she? You thinking about replacing me with Vanna White? Lord, no! I would never do that. I just said it's it'd fine, be though. nice just to meet her. No, it's fine. You can. You know what? If she wants to do it, I'll gladly step aside. And you've got to spread your wings and and fly. You've got to. You've got to find your future. And I, you know, I can only. I can only hold you back so long, Dad. You know. I don't <laughs> think Vanna probably have. She might would meet me. And uh, I tell her about what you and I are doing, but she's probably got enough uh, fish in the sea that she have to uh, be, she, that she'll be replacing you. Okay, I think I know what you would say when you saw her. You would say, 
do you know me? You want a picture, right? Yeah. <laughs> Has that happened recently? You st- you still getting uh you still getting some photo ops? Yeah, it was pretty neat. Nancy and I went to Bush Gardens. You're always going somewhere. Well, you talk about working, but you'll go you'll go to Epcot, you'll go to Bush Gardens, you'll go you'll go to Amsterdam. I'm glad. You know, I work hard, but I, we try to play hard too. So, but we went That's to nice. Bush Gardens and uh we were riding a ride, and you could. I was standing there waiting, and the, this girl just kept looking at me, Link, and I said, do you know who I am? That's your catchphrase now, Dad. I guess so. That should, we should put, put that on a T-shirt that you wear. We got we to gotta outfit you with your own, do you know who I am, T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, so I, I asked this girl, and I said, uh, do you know who Rhett and Link are? And she said, oh, my God, you're Link's dad. <laughs> and then we started talking, and she, and she was working behind the counter. Yeah. And she finally just come running out from behind the counter, just wasn't looking after none of the other people that was around there that was waiting to get off the ride and get another ticket to go ride. And she said, I'm going to FaceTime somebody, and I'm going to uh, – we're going to, can I take some pictures of us? And and I said, oh, yeah, we can take this. It'd be fine, be fine. And she was just running around and just forgetting about her job. Everybody's <laughs> so, like sitting in the roller coaster like, uh, hello. We probably talked for about five minutes. And I said, you might have to get back to work so you don't lose your job. So And you FaceTimed with somebody, like one of her friends or relatives? One of her friends, she FaceTimed, showed them that, she said, they won't believe I've met you or met Link's dad. And I said, well, did, and then she FaceTimed in. She was taking pictures, and that's when she walked back behind the counter. She was sending everybody pictures of me and her and all that. So she was excited, like like a lot of other people that figure out who I am because of you. So, Are you wearing – now, I, for Christmas for the past couple of years, I send you some mythical merch. And so you have you been wearing that strategically to increase the uh, recognition or what? Well, when we it's according to what time and if it's cool and stuff, yeah, I wear t-shirt. other shirts. I don't believe I got a t-shirt that has "Good Mythical Morning" on it. And we got to get you a t-shirt, like a custom-made. Do you know who I am? We're going to see if we can't get me another one because Nancy lost one of my "Good Mythical Morning" shirts. Oh, mm-hmm. here you are throwing her under the bus again. Well. Uh, she and she was sick about it, but somebody in uh, Holland is wearing it now with "Good <laughs> Mythical Morning" on it somewhere. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Email still coming in or what? Yeah, the email still coming in. Let's get to it. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. <whistles> I got one here from uh, Hunter Causey, and it says, "Why does a mermaid wear seashells?" Why does a mermaid wear seashells? I don't know. Because she outgrew her bee shells. <laughs> okay, so we, we got a booby-sized joke. I love a good booby-loobies joke. Yeah. Are you? Do you consider yourself a like a a breast man or an ass man? I've never I'm, I've never known that about you, Dad. I, I kind of like both of them. Yeah, I know, but if you had to choose. Probably breast. Probably breast, boobies. Yep, yep. It's it's a toss-up, isn't it? It's tough. It's tough to make a choice. 
I think I, I think I'm I think I'm a I'm a Boobaloobies man. Yeah. Apparently, because I I think I think just by how much I talk about the Boobaloobies <laughs> versus the the Badonka Donk. Well, when you down here at the beach and all these girls is wearing these bikinis, you get a whole lot of both. So you get to see a lot a lot of Boobaloobies and a lot of Badonka Donk. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> And are you sh- you're showing off too, right? You ever want a speedo down there on the beach? Absolutely not. Driving that golf cart of yours around, belch life. You know that that's what your golf cart says, right? I I tell everybody, my dad's got this golf cart. It looks like it's like an off roading, like jacked up redneck mobile. It's got a sunset orange paint scheme on it, but it says belch life on the side of it. No, it says beach life. It doesn't, Dad. Have you ever actually looked at it? Oh, yeah. Well, it says belch life. It Something about the font makes the the A look like an L. Oh, well, I'll have to check that out. But uh, You've been riding around with a golf cart that says belch life all these years and you didn't know it. Nah, that's just the way it is. Yeah. You can't, you can't be phased, can you? you? You just... You just go with it. It'll be, uh, hey, I know what it says, but, you know, it, it could be that you, you could see that in it, but that, that's, not what it, that's not what it says. Okay. I mean, you're not offended, are you? Oh, no. Okay. I mean, we all belch occasionally. Oh, yeah. So you are living a little bit of a belch life slash beach life. There's a little bit of both. Yes, it's according to... What you eat and what you do, you can either be doing the beach life or the belch life. I remember Papa used to say, I, got, I forgot to take my tagamet. I got to take my tagamet. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. He'd always say that. <laughs> Hit me with another email. This one's from uh, Daniela Majai. Okay. What do you call someone who never farts in public? There we go. We're, now we're talking out both ends, belching and farting. Someone who never farts in public? A liar. A private tutor. (laughs) Now, I know you well enough to know that you are not a private tutor. Not not any at all. Nancy would attest to that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at a certain point, it's like, you know what? It's funny. Just let it fly, you know? More room out, tis in. That's kind of the motto that, I'm pretty sure you live by. I live by that motto. That's the motto I got. Yeah. I remember Lincoln and Lily, they always loved to tell the story of when we were spending the night at your house and they were sleeping in that front sunroom. This is not your house at the beach, but when you lived in Sanford. Yeah. And you got up about 6 a.m. and you were just walking around and you were walking out the door and they were asleep, but then they were woken up by quite an alarm clock. You, the way they describe it, <laughs> that you you ripped it from the moment you walked into the room all the way, it was still going all the way to when you exited the house. It was like one long buzzsaw. And then you started talking to yourself about it. Like they love this. They're like, good Lord, have mercy. It's what you said to yourself. You know, I get it honest. You were talking about Papa, I written out, 
you know, he could let some goodness too. So, you know, I, I get it. I, I get it honest about being able to let one rip and let one go. Yeah, it's like a, a good rip. Sometimes it's just, it's just, it's satisfying. It's like those satisfying videos on the internet that I'm sure you watch. The internet, so on the the videos on the internet. Yeah, I'm not talking about fart videos. I'm, I'm sure there are fart videos, but I'm just referring to a genre of internet video called satisfying videos. Like, I, I, you know, I watch somebody clean a surface, or maybe peel something off of something new, that's satisfying. Or just like cut through something. I don't know, it just feels good to watch it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like, I, I've got to where this bathroom I'm working on, I'm putting a new system on the floor and I watched a video on how to do it on YouTube. It was pretty neat. As a matter of fact, I watched it twice to make sure that I grasped what was going on, what I needed to do. And you're saying it was it was satisfying to watch because the job was completed. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. I, one of my favorite things to watch is people will paint lines on like asphalt. Like, um, you know, you've got the big machines that'll paint like l- lanes. But then for like the handicap symbol in a parking lot, there are people who will just like take a device and actually do it by hand. And they've gotten so good at it that it's just perfect. I'll watch those until I fall asleep of a night. That's pretty neat, somebody that can do that by... Yeah, somebody who's really good at something like window washing or hibachi. This is what we can watch in Hawaii. We can sit out by the pool and just watch watch craftsmen doing shit. It'd be awesome. Well, we'd, we could probably figure out something better to do besides that, but you know that. that... <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, hey, hey, fine, you can be in charge. One day I'll be in charge the other day, but yeah, we're going to watch some satisfying videos when when it's my moment. Hit me with another email. This one's from Billy Langan. It said, did you hear about the ATM that got addicted to money? No, I didn't hear about the ATM that got addicted to money. Said it suffered from withdrawals. Did it? (laughs) (laughs) Suffered from withdrawals. It didn't because it got addicted to money. Yeah. All right, hit me another one. Kami D gave me another, a paint question says, Okay. What is your go-to trick for getting clean lines? Painter's tape seems to leak through. Oh, if you're like painting a stripe on a wall or something. Or down beside the trim or something says, am I doing something wrong with the prep or do I maybe need to try another brand of tape? Well, the best thing for you to do is just call a professional because, ooh, Cammy, I don't use tape and I, and I can just paint and draw a straight line right down beside of the trim work and the baseboard and the crown mold and all that stuff. So I'm sorry, Cammy, but tape don't work for people that know what they're doing. Ooh, so, put you in your place, you, Cammy. You, now you just need to I can vouch for that. Because, I mean, just like we're talking about, you're, you're a craftsman. When you taught me how to paint, like, yeah, just like to really get that line going. Like, we didn't put, we did not put painter's tape up hardly anywhere. I don't, I don't remember ever using painter's tape. It was just about the technique of keeping everything where you want it. But 
if you do want to, like, you know, a lot of people when they have kids, they they're like, oh, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make this this the the nursery, and it's gonna be, it's gonna have vertical stripes everywhere, and it's gonna be so fancy. So then, if you start doing like stripes or patterns on the wall, you pretty much have to use tape for that, right? Yeah, when you're gonna do something like that, but we, I'm not gonna. Doing, uh, you have to paint the wall one color. Yeah. And then if you want, it's pretty tedious work if you're going to do that. Then put the other color on top of it as a stripe. Yeah. But do you use tape then? Oh, yeah. Or now, I have done it and and put a level on the wall and put it down and just paint down the wall with it. But if you're really doing it and want it to, where you don't see the brush streaks, you'd want to put tape on the wall and do the tape all the way across, and then if you want to use different colors, you can do one with a little roller and roll down it, and do one with another roller and go down it, and then you have to leave it there for a day before you can pull the tape off. Oh, see, when Rhett and I, we did a thing called skin walls, where we painted the walls of our of one room in our creative house. We matched our skin tones and our eye color and our hair color on the wall, so when we stood against the wall, we would blend in like a chameleon. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, you did? Yeah. But we could not get the lines straight, and I th- people were trying to tell me, I was like, I don't need nobody to tell me that, I can ask my dad. Which, I, But I didn't actually ask you, but they were saying, somebody said, you put the paint up there and you paint it, and but then you need to go ahead and remove the tape pretty much immediately, and not let it stay because that's when it started to bleed underneath it. You have to use, it's called frog tape, but... Frog tape? Yeah, and it's green. And if you use that and put it up there on it, paint will not bleed up under it. There you go, Cammy. Frog tape, or as Dad calls it, frog tape. That's right, frog tape. Give me one more email. I got one from John Paul D., if you were the host of Good Mythical Morning, what would be your first episode? Oh, okay. Do you have an answer? It would probably be something to do with how to uh, do something at the beach and entice people to come to the beach and have a good time and just enjoy the sail. Well, that sounds like a good idea. Maybe we should just do that as a podcast. Well, I think that's maybe what we're doing about what we're doing now, but I mean, it it sounded interesting to me, you know? Yeah. All right, hit me with one more joke. This is from Kimberly M. Said, why does Santa Claus have such a big sack? Okay. Well, tis the season, I guess. Why does Santa Claus have such a big sack, Dad? Because he only comes once a year. Ooh, no! Gross! Now it's time for a word from our sponsor. This episode is almost brought to you by Ducks Nightlife, where you can go dancing, go next door and get you something to eat. We have all kinds of music, so it's not just for people that go shagging. It's for young people, everybody, and we sell all kinds of alcohol and beer, so... If you're old enough to get in, 
You can come in and have a good time, but just be responsible when you come and just come enjoy Ducks Nightlife and all the dancing that we do. And when we don't have a band, we got a DJ that plays great music every night. So just come on down. And then Thursday night and Friday night, Ricky T's playing outside and playing all kinds of music, a friend of mine back home. So come on down and you can sit out on the patio and have a cold beer and listen to Ricky T play. So come on down and just have a good time with us at Ducks Nightlife. Ducks Nightlife is it. 229 Main Street, North Myrtle Beach, and the email address is ducksnightlife.com. Dad, I love how your almost ads, uh, you, you assume the role of the proprietor. It's like it's your place. Like you don't have, you, know, you, you don't have any skin in the game. You're not even getting paid for the ad. But I mean, people might think that you, that you run the place. No, I don't want the responsibility of running them places. Okay. Too much responsibility. I mean, that's quite an endorsement when it seems like you own it. Like that's that's pretty powerful. That's worth paying for <clears throat> somebody. <laughs> Duck. <laughs> All right. What do you want to do now? A southern slang gang. Southern slang gang. Yeah, because you've been living in L.A. so long that you don't have the same accent that I do anymore. That good old southern accent. So oh. maybe. Maybe we need to get you back into the Southern slang about how, what stuff means and everything. By joining a gang? No, we're not going to. We just, I got some sayings that I'm going to let you try to guess what they are. I'm going to give you some hints and see if you can figure out how to finish the, what this slang word, these several words mean down here in the South. Oh, you want, oh a game. A game. game. Southern slang yeah. game. See, I okay. Well, I I guess I I do need a game because I'm I'm not able to understand your southern. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Now it's time for our first edition of y'all been out there so long you don't understand southern anymore. How much time do I have? Fifteen seconds. Oh shit. Okay, go for it. If you were. Talking about a girl down here and what she looked like and sweet tits. No, but and and it's got some fruit in it with, that uh, you were doing. Banana, mama. There's some fruit in it. Yeah, a- apple. Got orange, peaches. Yeah, it's got something. Is it peaches? That's pretty close. Uh, juicy peaches. Juicy peach. Take a bite out of your peach. Squeeze the peach. Fuzzy peach. No, if you were if you're thinking about if if you were thinking about Christy, what would she be? Uh, what would she be with a peach? Yeah, a pog. No, come on, son. All right, it's been fifteen seconds. I know it has. Pretty as a peach. Pretty as a peach. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Or even purdy as a peach. All right. Yeah, give me another shot. Give me another. Give me another one. Okay, when you're talking to somebody and uh, you're down south and you say, I'm going to go do something, and they want to know where it's at, what would, they, what would they tell you? Say, where am I going? Uh, I'm going, I'm going over yonder. That's it. Ha! I'm going over yonder. I, I remember that one. That's one for me. All right, go again. If you are having not a good day, 
and you get mad about something. Shitstorm. And no. And and just like you said about me, where you had to go outside and uh I made you mad and uh you just were get, doing stuff. Just getting bum fuzzled. Getting flabbergasted. But uh is it a word or a phrase? It's two words. Keep going. It, but if if you're going to do if, when you do this, you, you're getting mad at somebody. You might stomp your feet and just go on. And you, your children probably do this more than anybody else. Throwing a tenter, temper tantrum. Well, that's close, but that ain't it. The, so a southern tenter, temper tantrum? Yeah. Uh, showing your tail. No. That's what, don't you show your tail in here. If you got them out in public somewhere and, and they're showing their tail, but they're not doing that, what, what would they be doing? You got If it's not the tail, your what na- is it? Your nana, I think your nana used to tell you this. Yeah, give me one of the words. Give me the, the first. Give me one. Hiss. Hissy fit. Yep. You're throwing a hissy fit. All right, I get half a yep. point for that one. Give me another one. <laughs> I'll give you the hissy <laughs> Yeah, I got fit. That's half of I said half. Okay. All right. Okay, we're, we're doing something and we're putting something together. And you look at it and you say, that ain't put together like you need it to be. It's cattywampus. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I haven't heard anyone except you say that. It's cattywampus. <laughs> it's bass ackwards. Yeah, bass ass, right? Cattywampus is kind of when it's off kilter, and bass ackwards is when it's like literally opposite of what it should be. Yeah, where it needs to be turned around, done the other way. Right. All right. All right. I, 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 I'm on a roll. Keep going. Okay. Uh, Twenty-five thousand dollar redneck pyramid up in here. If uh, you're talking to somebody and uh, an older person is talking to you, or you're talking to them. And they they say something back to you that say, well, that was kind of nice. You know, I I like that. You know, you were really nice to me. What? You know. Is this a word or a phrase? It's a phrase. How many words? Three. Three words. And they, they keep telling you, said. When an old person nice. says it's not. Yeah, I, I'm po- they were, that was kind of, that was nice of you to do that. Nice of you to open the door for me. Plum tickled. I'm plum tickled. No, and so uh, they're really uh, and it is tickled. Most tickled of the time. pink. Is it tickled? No. Is there tickled in it? No. No. What's the first letter of the first word? B. Bet. Give me the first word. Bless. Bless your heart. That's it. That's it. So and when an old person likes it, what a young person's done, they say, that's not bless your heart. Bless your heart is when you say, how would I say this? All right, what I, if I were you, I'd have been like, all right, this is when you wanna judge somebody for trying their best, but it just isn't good enough. It's like, well, bless your heart. It's like, you fail, they're failing, but you wanna say something positive. That's what I would say. Bless your heart. Well, that's all right, but you know, okay. I've had older people when I was your age used to tell me, "Bless your pee-picking heart." 
yeah, it was it was because you were pathetic. Is that that it was an insult? <laughs> it's like a backhanded insult. I feel like maybe not. I got one more. Okay, hit me. If you're talking to Christy, mm-hmm. or if you ain't married, uh, well, we are married. And okay, if you're talking to Christy and you come in and try to be affectionate to her a little bit and everything, and you want to tell her to, yeah, you know. Give me a little smack or something. What what would what would she say? Like, you're saying if I want her to spank me? No. Like a kiss. A, a, yeah. a, a smooch. Yep. Lay one on me. Uh so this is But it's got something to do with sweet. It's got some but not the word sweet? Not the word sweet. Uh sugar. Sh- give me some sugar. That's it. Give me some sugar. Now that to me, that's more of an old person to a young person, like an old relative at the family reunion. Come over here and give me some sugar. <laughs> it, that, I, was so, I associate that with like cross-generational affection. But you're saying, you asked Nancy to give you some sugar? Yeah. Okay, I did, okay. I, maybe it's just because older relatives are the ones that use the term but I didn't know I could be. I didn't know I could be asking for sugar like that. I'm. I'm gonna try that out tonight. Give me some sugar. Give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> yeah. And matter of fact, give me some sugar, baby. Those are a pretty good snack. Yeah. That was. This is a good game. What do I win? Uh, that we get to go to Hawaii and have a good time together. Yeah, trip to Hawaii, <laughs> man. I am so excited about this. I mean. Next time I see you, it will be when you fly to my house. When I pick you up at the airport, we're getting ready for Hawaii. And then, so the next time we do this show, the next episode we record will be after the vacation. So we'll be able to talk and kind of fill fill everybody in. We'll be able to give them some sugar, you know? We'll be able to give them a little little smack on the booty. if, If the booty were their ears and the smack was us talking about Hawaii. Sounds like a plan to me. I'm telling. I mean, we, I we got some good stuff planned, and we got a we're at a nice spot. Like I'm really excited about this. You think you can hang with me? Oh yeah, I'm gonna hang. Oh, you oh you're flipping the script. You don't think I can hang? No, I I, I think uh, we come from the same cloth, so we'll <laughs> be able to hang right with one another. All right. Well. If there's no other episode, you know that we pushed each other over the over the edge. Well, I I, I think when we come back, we'll have plenty to talk about, and some things maybe we can't talk about. Well, we ain't going to Las Vegas, so I hope you know. Yeah, I... what, what, what goes to Hawaii stays in Hawaii. I don't know about that saying. Yeah, but... we'll we'll tell all. We'll, we'll be an open book. Well, I don't know about that. We might not be able to tell everything. Okay. But... All right. Yeah. I'll I'll follow your lead, Dad. Okay. Well, want to give you a quick plug for Mythical Podcast is coming back. Best Friends back all right, coming back for the second season on July the 8th. Oh, yeah. Do, do you listen to Stevie and Nagin's podcast, Dad? No, I had never listened to it. Well, it's 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 great. Stevie and Nagin, they were friends in high school. And you know Stevie. Yeah. She reconnected with her high school best friend who she hadn't talked to in years. Nagin, and um, yes, and now they're doing a second season, so I guess that means that their friendship's going pretty well. Sounds like it. Well, 
Until I guess next time, come and see us at Rather Be Shagging at AOL, 53AOL.com. Keep sending us messages. And when we get back from this next trip, we're going to be swinging you into something that you don't even know what's going to be going on and what's going to be happening. So just get ready. Get ready for our next episode. So have a good time. Oh, I love it. All right, Dad. This has been a good one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Good to to talk to you again. 